Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. The Gamer's Lounge with Amon Green is on the air. The Gamer's Lounge. It's time to press play. Hello, what's up? Welcome to the Gamer's Lounge presented by Mon Green, or hanging out with me and my crew, Ben, John, and my special guest, good friend and gamer enthusiast as myself, NFL, former NFL football player Hank Basket has joined us this episode. How you doing, Hank? How you doing, Ben and John? Man, I'm doing great, man. <clears throat> I'm doing nice. awesome, Amon. Yeah. Nice. How, uh. How you're surviving? I said that's the one thing because I've talked to some people. Some people are going into cabin fever, fever mode, <laughs> and and starting to get a little rambunctious, but uh, able to try to get to day to day. So how's that going for you? I'm keeping my same routine. I'm still coming into the office, doing stuff like that, where I try and uh, quarantine myself. Is uh, just coming into work and going home. Try not to go gotcha. to too many grocery stores, things like that. Get a lot done in one trip, if possible. Uh, you know, Ahmad, for me, this hasn't really changed a lot of what I do. You know, I do. I, I come home from work and I stay home and I, <laughs> I hang out with my daughter and I watch TV. That's pretty right. much all I do. So it's kind of like everyone's talking about quarantine. I'm like, oh, that was just what I was doing before quarantine. <laughs> right. I was yeah, just hanging out. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Hank? <clears throat> um, same thing. I mean, I laugh, but it's the truth. You know, when you're a gamer, I mean, you spend – Majority time at home gaming and things like that, but work wise, it's, it's created a couple difficulties trying with, you know, working with a few companies and you know retail shutting down, Amazon, everything's slowing down. But fortunately, everything I do is within the gaming industry, so we've seen an uptick in in that aspect. But man, just like y'all said, survive and go to the grocery store only as needed, and because I have a father that you know, has stage four lung cancer. I understand the importance of, you know, I go full mask, full gloves out there, everything. And it's For not sure, to be yeah. rude about anybody else. It's just that I'm just trying to protect the at-risk people. And then, I mean, I didn't even think about it. So I was talking to my brother one day that I'm at risk as well, because I'm a severe asthmatic. So I have the underlying respiratory issues and things like that. So it's just trying to be respectful of others as well as protect myself and, and the kids, you know? Oh, I'll tell you. you what, man. It's not cabin fever because, like I said, I don't mind being at home. The hardest part is trying to do your normal daily routine with work, work, and this and that. But as well as shift into teacher mode. I mean, I'm downloading the online lesson plans the night before, getting everything printed out. You know, my my uh, gaming PC has been taken over by my daughter now because she has her Zoom meetings. She has her online work that she has to do. My, uh, yeah. Hank, he he has a PC in his room, so he has all that good to go with the setup. So it's it's crazy, man. It, it's crazy. Oh yeah, it's interesting. It's making everybody readjust uh, their lives for sure. Um, I have uh, my godson too having online classes. He's about 11, he's going to be eleven here in a few days, and he's telling mom and dad to shh 
I'm trying to learn here in the background. <laughs> They're talking and having a conversation. He's like, wait a minute, I'm in class. You got to be quiet. So um, no, no, I'm also. They get you with that. It's like, my bad. Yeah. You have to creep around your own house now. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So I'm also streaming this out on Twitch. So for my Twitch viewers, K Money, man, sorry, sorry about your dog chewing up your cheese head, man. I got another one. I can send <laughs> oh, to no. You, bro. You, that, oh, that can't happen in the state of Wisconsin. Right. Can't happen. A cheese, a cheese, but he lives in Texas and he's in Texas. A big Packer fan. Oh, okay. So he's in enemy territory holding right. it down. And <laughs> Fire Eagle, hello to you as well. So what I did, I say one of the things I got into in terms of readjusting my life, but having fun too, like, hey, with gaming, I got asked to play in the Fox Sports Madden Invitational last Saturday. And uh, first round, in the last few tournaments, I've played online and in-person tournaments for about a month now. And every tournament, I've gotten a ringer in the first round. So I play against Darwin James, strong safety for the San Diego Chargers. And he, Hank, when I say he's a beast on Madden, <laughs> it was even close. I, I The score was, I think, 27 to 3. As I was only able to get three points, squeeze out three points in my offense. Defense, he was just doing things that I've seen before, but I didn't know how to stop. And so what I did, you know, as we know as athletes, when we get beat or we watch film and then you see what, you know, what you did to lose the game. So I did, what I did was I got in contact with the guy who beat me in my, the previous tournament. His name is Adam Smith, real cool guy. So we started playing and he was showing me the, basically the details of Madden, like as athletes that we don't know, or we got to learn as gamers to make, you know, certain passes, certain defenses that shut down the run game. Cause he was doing all that. He shut down my run game. He uh, was picking me off, and I was like, oh, man. But he's a gamer. He's a baller, too, still. He's a current player. And I kind of knew that a current player would be good because they're the kid, you know, I say the millennials that know about gaming and how fun it is, but how serious it is in being competitive at it. So, yeah, that was actually aired on Sunday. And uh, nobody was mean to me. They were nice. They're like, hey, Coach Green, I have my some of my kids from uh, Lakeland University reach out and say, hey, we saw you play today. Good game. So I'm like, cool. <laughs> they did. They just say, "Oh, coach, you got work. You don't really you gonna be." You know, I was I was watching that too, Amon. Um, and I, you know, I, I had it on DVR. I just fast forward, like, oh, let's watch Amon. And I'm, right. and I'm thinking, oh, I hope Derwin James wins the whole thing because then you can say that you lost to the guy who won the whole thing, and that's exactly what happened, right? Yeah, I think he beat he beat, uh, beat Michael Vick in the finals. Blew him out. Well, here's the thing. That's saying a lot. I didn't get to see it. But that is saying so much if he beat you because I know when you come out here for work and you stay with me, uh, I've watched you play Madden enough. And I saw you down at the the Super Bowl event in right. Miami. I know you can play. So for right. someone to beat you is on a different level. And it's crazy how you explain that. You know, like you say, the millennials, the guys still playing, these guys that really are growing up. And like I said, he may be in his 20s, but I'm still saying growing right. up in the mm-hmm. middle of an extreme gaming revolution. And, you know, like I said, you know, coming out party because gaming is different. than we, It was strong. We played. I mean, in fact, got out of the NFL to get into this industry. But yet we were just a couple years too early for it to be like this. And it's funny when I hear like you see like, oh, this athlete plays, this athlete plays. I'm like, man. We've been doing that for years before. And I was like, man, I was a guy that traveled on trips and wrapped his Xbox or PlayStation in his sweats just so I could hook it into the hotel TV. You know, we've been yep. doing this. 
But and that's what I, these guys, yeah. it's, it's becoming like a, you see the streamers like the Tim the Tatman, the Dr. Lupo, the ninjas out there that it's their career, but yet a lot of these athletes are building their second career during their first career, which is streaming and this and that. And it's like, man, where was this when we were playing? Right. I wish it was here. And I, that's what I tell Ben and, and John and who, and everybody in iHeartRadio that we as athletes have been gaming because that was the best, next best thing to do. Actually, obviously, the one thing to keep us out of trouble and then out of harm's way or being somewhere we're not supposed to be. But then also it's the competitive nature of it. It's it's just so competitive when but I don't get I just get to I just like to do it where I'm just playing a game for pride. But, you know, in college, you were in college. I know they were dropping 10, 20 bucks on a game. And I'm like, nah, oh, I'm yeah. good. I don't need to lose my 20 bucks. I need my 20 bucks. That's a that's pizza. That's three meals in a day. That's how I could ration that out. No, I don't, I'm not losing that. <laughs> no, it, it's so crazy. I've seen there's more, man, there's more competitiveness going on in the players' lounge, in the locker rooms, everything, than there might be even on the field. Guys, you know, you may get, it's the NFL. You know, our coaches used to say, uh, you know, everybody's getting paid to be here. So you're going right. to win some, you're going to lose some. When it comes to challenging each other in a certain game, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> that's that's a different ball game right there. It you, gets uh, real. Yeah, oh, yeah, it gets, it gets real. I've seen some battles on that. Yeah, so, so, yeah. It, it, it's crazy. People just don't understand. I, like I tried to tell you about that, man, we've been doing this. We've been competing against each other. You know, they yeah. used to have the big land parties with MLG and, mm-hmm. and, uh, and like dream hacking this and that. But yet from the professional athlete celebrity world, we're doing the same thing. We just didn't, weren't aware back in the day that they had those major gaming events and this and that. Cause we were focused on the playbook practice and game day. Exactly. You know? So it's, it, it, it's, it's, it's amazing, but it's like, like I was saying, about Dirt would beat you. There's a reason I won't play you in Madden. Well, I stopped, <laughs> I stopped really playing Madden, like to compete against people when it got harder to play Madden than it was to actually be in the NFL. I'd be running some routes and making some throws. I'm like, look, I literally know you can do that in the NFL. Why can't you do it here? Or right. there's no way that route <laughs> would ever work. And then I, I couldn't separate myself once it got too crazy from. Being, it being a video game in real life, I started comparing to him. Like, there's no way that would work in real life. That's and a, that's where that's where the traditional athlete gets frustrated, right there. Yeah, that's hilarious, guys. Because as non-athletic people, like I don't even think about that. I'm just like, if I'm playing a game, oh, we break down everything. Yeah. We're breaking down the game like it's film. You are, and you're you're like thinking, okay. How the heck did that even work? Because if this was real life, you couldn't even get away with that. So I think that's hilarious that you guys see it in that in that way that the normal gamer wouldn't see. Oh, it's just like film study. It's the same thing. Yep, exactly, exactly. So yeah, big uh, big shout out to Derwin James, man. Say I'm coming for you. I got his uh, PlayStation uh, gamer name, and so I'll be able to hook up with him from time to time here online. But uh, a topic that we've kind of been hitting on already is basically how coronavirus has reshaped the world. You're seeing uh, ads out there from the NFL. I love the one they did with everybody, uh, like a montage of all NFL current players, retired players, a couple of my old teammates. Uh, one of my old teammates, Brett, was on there. Devontae Adams, the current Packer. But then guys, coaches from around NFL kind of saying, saying the same, same instance, stay home, stay safe. And be with your family. Tony Gonzalez kind of going into his old father, um, uh, say like that, 
the Waikiki from uh, Lion King going into his speech there, telling us what we need to do with this time <laughs> that's given to us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, which which is which is good, which is a good information. And he's right. We got to have this time. Use it wisely because it's happened for this has happened in this world for a reason. And the cosmos is basically saying to us time to reset for a reason. And that means reconnect with family, do things maybe you haven't done before or things that you want to get done around the house or just for yourself in general. Um, so I think that was a, a good message the NFL sent out. And some of the um, I say t- key details is wash your hands. Don't touch your face. Stay at home. Um, those have been some of the big uh, things out there that people, news feeds, Internet, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Delta Airlines, everybody has been saying on every level to basically push the information out, make sure everybody has to, what they need to be aware of how to basically get that curve down of Corona people infected and make sure we get this thing settled and begun. And uh, I say see, that's, wanna, that's what that's the part that kills me is that. As I was saying earlier, you know, about, uh, you know, going out and respecting others, not overly thinking about protecting myself, but it's just that right. the elderly person that by me, that person who may be immunocompromised <laughs> that you may not know about. And this thing literally, I mean, if everybody could just spend three weeks, three weeks at the house, just chilling, going yep. out when needed to and taking the right protective caution. This thing could go away, but that's it's it's what's hard is that people just don't understand the repercussions that could happen if they go out and just don't care about other people. That's mm-hmm. what's hard. I'm not trying to go be Instagram or YouTube famous mm-hmm. and go out and be messing around like right now. I mean, this is in a sense under in our control. You know, like, that's all one of the greatest things ever. You know, I come from a military family. You know, our grandparents mm-hmm. were asked and our parents were asked to go to war. We're just asked to sit on our couch. It's like, it ain't that hard. You know, if I want to get out and yeah, get the kids out in the sun, this and that, we go out front. You know, if you go for a walk, just, you know, just, I hate using this. I'm actually tired of hearing this phrase. But just social distance. You see someone walking, I'm like, all right, we'll walk around. You know, keep that space. And it's <laughs> exactly. not, and it's for care of others and hopefully as you were just discussing right there and talking about hopefully this creates a sense of appreciation of others coming out of this because the world will be reshaped everything as we know it i mean you look i just saw saw a post that the nascar virtual race on fox this weekend was huge yeah i saw that that. 1.3 million viewers so virtual race this is going to change. We already talked about, I mean, you and I, when you've come here, we sat down and talked about esports in general, but yet this is going to reshape so much. So you got to just think of the major corporations. You know, I have friends that work at some big companies mm-hmm. and they're finding out they're more productive working from home and their bosses or even the people that own the companies. And you know what I'm talking about. He's oh, talking yeah. about like, there's some members of his uh, company. The, their production is higher not at work, so you got to look. Is this exactly. going to change the way we build our economy, the way people go to work every day? Are people going to go to work as much uh, going forth? I mean, it's going to be different. It's going to be yeah. extremely different. Yeah, extremely different, and, and a lot of companies already practice that. I know Google is one of them. So, uh, But something that is going to, I say, entertain us while we're sitting at home, as we should, is Nintendo has big plans to – 
with uh, Super Mario Brothers in their 35th anniversary. They were going to make it a big deal at E3, but we know E3 is being canceled. But now they're going to re-release all games with Mario pretty much from the year it started 35 years ago to now in the new, I say, next-gen generation of Xbox, PlayStations, or more Switches than anything. So they're going to have Super Mario Nintendo Switch remasters of a lot of the games that we grew up watching, like or grew up playing, you know, Super Mario Are you Brothers. Kidding me? Yes. So this Dude, is out you've now. Been a, you've been in my house. You know, <laughs> yes, downstairs, right. right by where you set your stream up, I have my original Nintendo and Super Nintendo. Exactly. That I is, know in the living room. That so, is uh, amazing, right that's there. That's huge. So Ben, John, get y'all in on this. Uh, what was your memorable Super Mario Brother game? between now, from the time you were kids until this moment now, uh, well, and hearing this release. Well, two things. Super Mario Brothers, for me, that was the game that started it. That was the game that I played at my Correct. buddy's house, and I'm like, oh, video games are awesome. So, um, Super Mario started it off for me for sure. I remember learning the trick where you could jump on the turtle over and over and over yeah. yep. and get, like, unlimited <laughs> oh, yeah. lives. Yeah. At the end of the level? Yeah. At the, at the end of the stage. Exactly. First time I learned that, I was like, oh, well, this is a game changer. Now I'm going to actually go fur- farther in this game. Right. But, but, my, but my favorite Mario game, real quick, Super Mario 3, I thought was, like, the the best. Super Mario 3 was just amazing. The, the way that everything got upgraded in it. That's my favorite. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm with you, John. And that one was actually probably the first game that I remember playing. I just remember getting my butt kicked when I first started, and then I slowly started to understand what I was doing, and I had a lot of fun with that too. Yeah. So Nintendo. So oh, that's I mean that's just great memory. So Nintendo is also partnering with Universal, so they're coming out with a Super Nintendo World theme park attraction over in Japan. They're working on that now, and then also an animated Super Mario movie, which they already made. Probably about 20 years ago in the 90s of some of Super Mario movies, but they're doing an updated one probably because, you know, you see Sonic the Hedgehog just dropped his and it was a pretty decent movie um, and uh, and all that instance. And then it's just so now going down memory lane for us, but then having these games and then seeing showing, I say the biggest thing for me is showing kids today the original stuff. You know, like showing them old football, like- old football films of us playing, showing our kids that, like, oh, this is what I did. But now you could say, like John said, this is what got me going. This is the game. Because for me, along with John, it was Super Mario Bros. It was Legend of Zelda and then Super Mario Brother. That game, would, I would just go back and forth between those two games, which was basically my original RPG games that I got into. So that, That's where it was at. And, like, to go off of what your question was that you asked them was, uh, it's got to be Super Mario 3 or Super Mario World. That Super Mario World was a game changer. But I remember Super Mario 3. Remember when you used to get the uh, raccoon and be sitting there just uh, <laughs> pushing the button through the whole level and go through it? And my yeah, just fly over everything. Yeah. Don't oh, hit yeah. nothing. Don't and touch the ground. And my used to tell me something. Um, you remember in Super Mario 3, that was when you could go uh, find the hidden locations of the whistles. My parents yep. used to always tell me, if you can remember all that about uh, a video game, then don't ever tell me you have uh, problems remembering something about school. <laughs> I was like, hey, that's a good point. That is a good point. Very, that is a oh, very man. good point. Um, but here's, I've read this fact, and I actually do it a lot during my giveaways whenever I'm streaming. So don't quote me on it, but I read this somewhere. Do you, I mean, well, kind of, you kind of know where, but, uh, where, where I'm going with this, but do you know which 
video game bad guy has killed more players. Video game NPC has killed more players than any other game combined. I would have to say Bowser, since we're Bowser. talking about Super, yeah, Super Mario Brothers. No, that's what you would think, but like I said, don't call me on it, but I read it. And it was so like which video website. game NPC character has killed more gamers since the game's yeah. release? No, that's yeah, a, that's yeah a good, since the game's release. Got it. Good question. They, uh, it, it, uh, I'll give it it's to you It's not y'all. Bowser? Not or it, what's a nope. Gagnon? Ganon. Ganon from Legend of Zelda. Nope. The first go- it's the first little Goomba in the oh. first Mario Brothers. Oh, yeah. The first Goomba running. on Mario Brothers is a, is a yeah. beast? Yeah, because you don't... So, yes, yes. That's, you I guess. don't know how to play the game, and you run at him, and you die. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you're right. You're right. Oh, that is so awesome. you just learning how to jump, and you don't have fireballs. Hey, so, yeah. Exactly. Oh, man. So, John, you want to... Get us into our next segment, the This or That. Yeah, let's do a little bit of This or That here on the Gamers Lounge. All right, guys, This or That, cookies or cakes? I'll go first. I love cake. Give me a piece of cake all day. All right. Um, depends, man. That's a tough one, man. I would to say I would to say cakes because Marie, my wife, she makes some great cakes, so I'm, cake, you, I'm cakes on that. Look at you trying to earn some brownie points. At hey, she's not here. She's not even home. I'm sitting in the basement. <laughs> okay. The dogs, me and the dogs. So she's not even here. She's not even here. How, about, how so. about you, Hank? Cookies or cakes? I got to go cookies because they're more readily available. Mm, I'm going cookies, too, especially when they're fresh out of the oven. Yeah. You know what I'm talking Ooh. about. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Uh, you got me there. That's where it's tough for me, between cookies and cakes, fresh out of the oven cookies. I used to actually, when I was a sandwich artist at Subway in high school, I used to make a batch of cookies just for myself. <laughs> Chocolate chip, oh, yeah, you fresh make your, out the your oven. Own, then you make everybody else. Exactly. <laughs> and my manager thought I was put. you know, oh, man, you're doing a hell of a job over there, you know, getting ready for the for the lunch rush. And I'm like, I'm looking at him saying to myself, no, bro, this them for me. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to eat these. By the way, I'm I, love, eat these. I love that you called yourself a sandwich artist. I know. Yes. I that. That's great. Yes. That too? Yeah. I was going to say that. Uh, um, yes, all right, guys, sir. would you rather have a text message or a call? Text message or call? Let's start with Ben. Uh, if it's business, I like to send a short text. Hey, can we call quickly? But call for me is huge. With my friends and my buddies, it's text all day. Okay. A little uh, difference there. How about you, Amon? I'll say text. I'm a text message guy. I will answer a lot quicker. I'll say that. Hank? Uh, I'm uh, similar to y'all. Like, if it's with uh, friends or something like that, a text. But I, if it's business, I'd rather call. Yeah. Because think... a text can be misconstrued. Yes. Oh, good point. That's a really True. good point. Yeah. You're right. I agree with that. I guess it depends on what you're trying to like. If like if I'm calling a buddy and we're trying to set up plans for like golfing or something, like future, like a couple of months down the road, like let's just talk about this. I don't want to go yeah. back and forth with 27 texts when we could just get it done in about five <laughs> minutes. Um, so I'll, right. I'll go. It's, I think it's uh, situational. All right, guys. Uh, French or Spanish? French, French or Spanish? Spanish. Uh, let's start Language. with the mod. Let's start with the mod this time. Okay. I'm going to say Spanish. I was an honor roll student of Spanish out of high school, so I'm going to stick with Espanol, si. mi amigo. Uh, Hank? I'm, I'm born and uh, raised in New Mexico, so i got to go Spanish. Espanol? Uh, ben? <laughs> I'm just going to go Spanish because I actually took those classes in school. I never took anything to do with French. You guys want to hear about my biggest regret in life? What? What's that? I guess we're going to go there. 
Yes. My dad. <laughs> You're taking us there. What I do you know. mean? Yeah. <laughs> We're going. Real quick. My dad's from Colombia, right? So he obviously speaks Spanish. And I grew up speaking Spanish in my household. And then in kindergarten, I was a guy who would speak Spanish and speak English. And the teachers were like, we don't know what your kid's saying half the time. You got to you gotta kind of straighten him out there. And so I went strictly English, and I lost all my Spanish. Oh, I lost mine when I moved away. I got a funny story about Spanish. I just remember being in high school Spanish class. And, you know, this is going to date me a little. But I remember when we would have what they put on movies in Spanish. We'd watch The Lion King. And it was so fast. All I can remember was that's all I remember from the movies in Spanish. It was super fast, and then but in in Simba in every language is the same. That's hilarious. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, all right, let's move on. I think we all answered that one. How about book yep. or movie? Now, does this mean like would you rather watch the movie or read the book? Like of the same story? Or are we just talking um, reading books or watching movies? Just reading books and watching movies. Okay, reading books or watching movies. Reading books movies. or watching movies for this, this, for this, this, or that one. For this, this, or that. Hank, we'll start with you. Reading books or watching uh, movies? Got to go movies. Got to go movies. Because trying yeah. to find time with kids, with young kids running around to read a book, just yeah. ain't really happening. Good luck. Yeah. yeah. How about you, Amon? Movies. movies. I'm movies yeah. all day. I'm a movie first guy. I'll read the book later. That's what I'll do. Amon? I'll watch the movie first, read the book later. All right, Ben? Uh, I am all about watching movies as well. I like to read a book, but like Hank, I don't have time. Yeah, I mean that's the book like, takes six hours, the movie takes two, so right. <laughs> or two or twelve I'll days. Buy it took the book me twelve. Put it on my shelf. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 watch the movie. Yeah, that would it be took six me hours. Twelve days. It took me twelve days to get through all three books of Hunger Games. Yeah, you're right. It, it takes more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It take days to watch exactly. uh, to read a book. All right. Uh, how about this? Hamburgers. Or hot dogs, Ben? Hamburgers or hot dogs? Hamburgers uh, all day, fresh off the grill. Give me a hamburger, nice piece of cheese one. on top. Yeah, oh. Hank, what do you like? Hamburger. Mm. If it, if we're talking hamburgers, hot dogs, and we're going to Pinkies right there in downtown L.A., I'm gonna go hot dogs. Yeah, because they got. Yeah, if you go to Pinkies a. though, Pinkies is you, dangerous. You threw, you, you threw out, you know, A and A, uh, A plus. See, right. like, if we're going to Five Guys, I remember back in Philly, one of my teammates' brothers used to own a Five Guys, then I'm going hot dogs. Yeah. You they have hot dogs at Wait, you, mean, you mean hamburgers? Yeah, they do. Wait. No, they had the bacon wrap. Oh, the bacon stuffed hot dogs? Really? Oh, yeah. my God. It's about, about 8,000 calories. They, but, man, that they, thing don't, was they don't have those at the Five Guys in Wisconsin, I don't think. Yeah, that's Wisconsin, Ben. That's where we at. Uh, we in Wisconsin, bro. Okay. I got oh, you. That's wow. why. <laughs> I, who knew? Who had different just, secret menus? Just blew my mind. Exactly. Oh, dude, they used to slice the hot dog and put the bacon down the middle. Come oh, on, oh, man. Oh, get out of here. That's awesome man. right there. I'm going to go with hamburgers because uh, that Ben sold me fresh off the grill. That's 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 my thing. Uh, paper or plastic? I feel like uh, I'm at the grocery store. I'm on paper. Paper. Pl- paper. I'm paper guy at the grocery store. Paper or plastic? Paper all day. Ben? I'm a horrible human being, but I'm plastic. <laughs> I'm horrible. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, <laughs> Hank, paper or plastic? Uh, depends on what I'm carrying. Um, if I don't want it to break, I'm plastic, but more so on paper. Yeah, I feel like a bad person too. I'm, <laughs> I'm plastic, but but here's the thing: like, but you we, recycle. Just say that we reuse it. We reuse it. Oh, like go. all of a sudden now it's there a garbage go. for the bathroom. Or you recycle well, look, it. I mean, once again, there's stipulations. If it's raining outside, I'm not going paper. <laughs> That's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, right. Situational <laughs> for sure. You could double bag it, bro. Double bag it. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> Double baby, the paper of plastic. All right, let's uh, move on. This or that. Uh, final this or that before Armand gets to the game releases here on the Gamers Launch. Boat or plane? Boat or plane, Ben? I am deathly afraid of airplanes, so I'm going to go boat. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Yep. Amon. Um, I'm not I'm not scared of either. Um, but I'm gonna go plane. You get there faster. I like planes. Yeah. Hank? Get there a lot smoother. I'm gonna go plane. I've seen Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> That's the line uh, of the show right there. I'll leave it on that. Yeah. I'll go plane too. Hank has That's the last word one. there. Amon so, game releases. Game releases. So we got big game releases coming out in this week from Monday through Friday. I gotta I'm gonna go through this real fast. So we got complex. It's a uh, FMV sci-fi thriller. It's a publisher as well as interactive. It's a major bioweapon attack on London. Two scientists find themselves in a lockdown laboratory. Hmm, sounds familiar. With time and air running out. Sound, well, we don't have that part, but we know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. It choose your own path in this interactive cinematic experience with your decisions leading to one of eight suspenseful indie so it kind of sounds like a mass effect to me um and that, that came out on monday so and then we got curious expedition which came out on playstation on monday um it's going to be out on xbox on friday and switch i believe it came out today and curious expedition is a children's game so it's on switch get packed is on stadia and then orimpensia the stolen sun comes out on pc playstation and switch uh, Persona Five, a very uh, Persona Five Royal, a very popular anime game, uh, so came out on Monday. And the Two Point Hospital Sandbox Mode and the Super Bug Initiative update to that game is on PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. And then Kamachi comes out here at the end of the month of March, or came out yesterday as well. And then the game, I, I I looked at this name and I'm like, hold up. This is a name of a video game. It's called Totally Reliable Delivery Service. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> this came out today on April Fool Day. And actually, if you see the game, if you've seen, if any of y'all seen Overcooked, anybody in the Twitch stream, any guys on this in this panel, remember, you know, the game Overcooked, where you're basically putting together meals, you got to serve them to the, uh, to the crowd, coming yeah. into your restaurant. Okay. The graphics. So the graphics of Overcooked looks like Total Reliable Delivery Service. It's kind of honky clonky but it's a fun game it's a kids game something that you might want to check out hank with the kids uh but you're delivering packages so you're getting them into training a uh, fedex carrier training early that's what you're doing with this game um you, you, you're schooling them up on that and then i say the big drop for the week is resident evil 3 that is a remake from the 1999 resident evil um Nemesis that came out and it follows, you know, the big of the super cop Jill Valentine and Carlos Ovilera as they attempt to survive another zombie apocalypse. They're in Raccoon City and they're hunted by the intelligent bioweapon Nemesis. So this game is out on Microsoft Windows, PS4, Xbox dropping on Friday. And just like every other shooter out there, they're joining into the multiplayer mode. So they have a multiplayer mode called Resident Evil Resistance. So it includes basically you're on a four te- a four person four person team and you got to battle against the uh I say the nemesis character basically creating traps cre- creating um situations where you and your four team player four player team got to get out of. So that is what is dropping this week between Monday and Friday and we're going to get into real quick here what's on stream on Apple on Netflix on Disney Plus, um, for myself, 
I say I've been intrigued by watching the incredible The World According to Jeff Goldblum, the man that played the fly, the classic fly character. And he is showing his, uh, I say, his curiosity as an older man. But he's like a curiosity of a five-year-old. So he watched this series on Disney Plus in the National Geographic area. And he's covering things like gaming, um, shoes, coffee, different strands of coffee from around the world. Why we drink coffee, the science behind all these different areas. And so the funny thing about what I, you know, watching the show is his his uh, characteristic, his mannerism with his hands, with his fingers. When he talks, he's just that that artist at hand. And it's just hilarious. Um, so for me, that's what I'm saying. Right. I'm, I'm watching. I'll say binge it. We got the time to do it. Might as well do it. Uh, that so. looks awesome, by the way, Amon. I'm, I'm just kind of looking at the trailer right now. Uh, I'm definitely going to check that out. What I'm streaming right now is probably what uh, a lot of other people, I don't know if you guys have touched this yet, I'm working my way through Tiger King. I did it I've on been, Sunday. I've been hearing a lot about I binged, that. I binged every episode on Sunday. I, uh, it's, I don't know. It is crazy. I think I'm, what am I now, three, epi- three or four episodes in. I'm going to do one a night here for the rest of the week. Hank, have you watched Tiger King? I, I haven't gone down that path yet, but I've don't, heard a lot about it. Don't do it, I, Hank. I heard it's crazy. I heard Tiger King is off the chain. Well, it is off I the chain. I did hear that they that they op- reopened the uh, case again about, like I said, I haven't yeah. seen it, but I guess there's some kind of murder or something yeah. like that. Yeah, there's this lady named Carol Baskin who uh, all of a sudden her millionaire husband goes missing, vanishes. And there's always been this rumor that she fed him to one of their tigers. Guys, there. guys, I'm just, I can't wait. <laughs> We're going to have to have another podcast. We'll bring Hank back. And when we've all watched Tiger King, yes. so we can just yes. talk <laughs> about it because I'm only three or four episodes in and I'm like, oh my gosh, how weird is this going to get? <laughs> Every episode, there's a new twist. There's like, a you new don't weird... expect no, anything like any of it. This was real life. This actually This happened. is a real thing. It blew yes. my mind. Yes. All right. So that's what I'm streaming. <laughs> okay. Hank, you got anything? You, you've been watching when oh, you have no. the time? Uh, okay. it's bouncing around. Uh, but the thing is, the biggest thing I just tweeted about it earlier was I went back to rewatch Contagion, and oh my god! <laughs> no, you if, this, if that if that movie was made after 2020, it it could say based on true events. Yes, it is. Yes, eerie how close it is. Uh-huh. I mean, just just absurd. And I freaking I didn't think I I don't ever remember hearing the word the term social distancing in my life. And when they used it in that movie, I was like, wow. Wow. I can, yeah, that's years scary. Ago. They used that yeah. term in the movie. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And that movie am, came out in like 2012. I am convinced. 2011. I'm convinced 2011. I was that's close. Where, I'm convinced that's where governments got that term from. I really am. They probably did because it, you got to think they're not, I mean, nothing whoa. against them, but they're not that intelligent. They're going to look at <laughs> things that, you know what, we're, we need to label something on this. Hey, man, somebody said, you know what, I watched the movie Contagion right. and let's. They How do we make it terms. relatable? Yeah. <laughs> How do we make it relatable for yeah. America and the world? Yep. So, yeah. Wow. Oh, man. I got to watch yeah, that again. So, exactly. So, man, uh, one more. My, daughter, my daughter's been addicted to Lizzie McGuire, and I'm like, I can't oh, hear that thing. <laughs> I remember those days, Hank. See, my kids plus. are older, so, yeah, I know. It's good and bad. That is, uh, yeah, good and bad. I agree, Ben, <laughs> there. Um, but another one, I say this one hits in our neighborhood, Hank, is called All American. It's on Netflix, but it's by way of the CW. And so it, it runs weekly on the CW. Season, season two just got um, downloaded to Netflix. So it basically follows a Los Angeles 
a high school football player and his career starting in high school. His name is Spencer James. It's a fictional character, but it's, I mean, the name, I'm not sure if it's real or not, but they said the, the, um, the events are based on true story that he was a high school athlete at Crenshaw, but they renamed it South Crenshaw, obviously for copyrights and everything. And Crenshaw is a prominent high school in the Los Angeles area, you know, where I grew up, not far from where I grew up, a powerhouse and usually basketball, sometimes football too. Um, Dorsey is another big powerhouse there in South Central L.A. So now we're this uh, series follows Spencer where he's getting asked by Tay Digg, who is the football coach at Beverly Hills High School, to come transfer to make his team a championship um, level team. And of course, from like sc- where I live. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's something that from a football standpoint for me and Hank, we know. You can't do it, but we know high school coaches are recruiting. They're doing it. They're coming, knocking on doors, you know, saying hello. You know, if you move into this neighborhood. Finding you in the parking lot, things like that. Wow. So just it it basically depicts all those scenes that obviously a lot of them, I'll be honest, are illegal. But it happens at the football level in California, in Texas, in Florida, where it's big time football. But All-American kind of sprinkles in all the drama and now everything else that tells the in-depth story of this football player, you know, his mom, his dad, brothers and sisters, and this new family. Because he when he not even when he moves, he not only moves to the high school, he actually moves and moves in with Tay Dick's family um in this movie. So he's coming, he's actually being adopted in sort of a way. And it, it basically follows Spencer James and his struggles between, you know, should I be home with my, my real family in South Central and should I be with my team at Crenshaw or should I be here? You know, he's going through that as a 17 year old kid. The only one thing is season two. So watch season one, season two. You got time. You got 30 days to binge it. I say the one thing I've gotten out of this two series, which is a great motivational story about, you know, per- persevering, going through, you know, tragedy, getting past it. But another thing is like, hold up as an adult. And as a father, I got 17-year-olds in this movie, in these TV series, in this episodes that act like adults. I'm like, hold up. You got to back on up, you know. <laughs> they, they're approaching the parents <laughs> and stepping to the parents, you know. And me and Hank, we know this. Ben, too. Ben, John, I, I won't leave you guys out of this. But when you step to your parents as a kid, you better – you better, you got – you you're basically growing up a little fast. And I know my yeah, mom, my bet. dad – my mom, oh. if I step to them, I might get punched in my chest <laughs> and hey, get laid you step down. To them, you get knocked back. I'll tell you that right now. Right. Scariest so moment like, of your life, I think, is that first time you decide to do that with your parents or to your parents. You know what I mean? Yes. Oh, oh yeah. I know. Man, I know. Hank You're had like, that moment. I'm going to handle this. Not right. <laughs> you talk I've a big talk, moment. but you don't walk a big walk. Exactly. Oh, I've you had that moment. You can hit that Matumbo real quick. And <laughs> yeah, you no. get that finger. Yep. The Kimbe Matumbo yeah. finger. Yeah. Yep. See, I had that moment. I was 13, okay? I was 13. I was mad about something. I can't exactly what got me mad, but I was mad. I was in my bedroom. I already, like, yelled at my mom, and my mom was like, oh, oh, you better you better get him. Me. Right. She's like, you better get him talking to my dad. She's like, I don't know who he think he talking to. Boy, you better come in here before I do something to him. And so my dad comes in to the room, into my bedroom. He co- he's in his robe, so he's like, like already doesn't. He's like already chilling. And I made him get up from his chill mode. He put on his robe. He walks to my bedroom when or door, and he's like, "Boy, what's wrong with you?" And I kind of look at him. I'm sitting on the floor, and he sees me ball my fist up. And he said he had a belt in his hand. And so when he saw me ball my fist up, he dropped the belt and said, "What's up?" 
You want to throw these? I said, you know what, Dad? I sat back on my bed. I said, you good? We good? You got this. What you need me, what you need me to do? Oh, yeah. It but, changes real quick. See, uh, I was a little lucky. I got I got a preview of what would happen because my brother was older than me. And I remember one time he said something when he was uh, 18 to my parents. I was sitting at the top of the stairs, and I heard, I said, I heard him tell my, my parents, I'm grown. My dad, Ooh. okay, cool. My dad just walked by, went and <laughs> got the went upstairs, started packing some stuff, and said, "I'll see you later." Since you Mister Grown now, and I he remember my brother packed the bag for him. Out. He, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. See you he later. Packed the bag and said, "Here you go." Wow. You yeah, he said, "Go ahead, Mister Grown." <laughs> oh man! So I learned. Ahead, I got Mr. to learn. Grown. I was lucky. That's funny. That's funny. But yeah, man, that's that's the only little tidbit I get from watching this series, All American. But yeah, watch it. It's entertaining. It's a little bit. It gets a little bit of drama in it. A little bit too much, maybe. But I say check it out while you're at home, which we know everybody in the United States and the world has plenty of time to watch something and binge it. Uh, how much time we got left, John? Uh, we you should good? probably wrap it up here. <laughs> we okay. are out of time. Let's do this. Do All right, right. We are out of time yeah. here at the Gamers Lounge with Amon Green, Ben. John and Hank, thank you for jumping in this week's show today. We'll be back next week, same time, same bat channel, with a new this or that. We didn't get to the turning point this week. We'll get to it next week. New topics, new game releases, and you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at amongreen 31 all one word, and I am on Twitch as well at TV. And Ben. Send them out with the where they can find the podcast. The iHeart Radio app to search for The Gamers Lounge with Amon Green. All right, man. Everybody have a good rest of your day. Hey, right, thank you, you thanks, sir. Guys. Anytime. All right. Y'all hit me up. This All was right, awesome. We'll do. All right, Ben. All right. All right, John, as well. Have a good rest of your day. We'll get back to your music shortly, but first, did you know that prescription prices are different at different pharmacies? You could literally drive across the street and get a different price. That's crazy. But with GoodRx, you can instantly compare prices at every pharmacy in your neighborhood and save up to 80%. You're probably thinking there's a catch, right? Nope. It's 100% free and can save you money whether you have insurance or not. In fact, it can often beat your copay. Download the GoodRx app today and start saving. GoodRx is not insurance.